We're back. We did it. We took our break, and now we're ready for some more Starfinder, <laughs> which may include a lot more cold-blooded murder than I was initially prepared <laughs> for. But you know what? Hey, that's what we're all here to see, right? Burn mm -hmm. it down, murder everybody. That's the Starfinder way. That's what the that's what the society is all about. Uh, I don't know. And whatever I say I is canon. It. So. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's stop looking at me. That's boring. I want to talk to all my players. <laughs> well, oh, wait, I believe... should have come back so soon. No, BJ wasn't ready. Oh, no. Oh, no, I nice. ruined everything. Oh, no. Oh, no. But he's back now. Right. He's back. We've done it. We're back. Um, I believe you misspoke, Jim Jam. It was warm-blooded murder. All of the humans are mm -hmm. warm-blooded. A common mistake. Mm -hmm. But you, the murderers, are cold-blooded. Uh, so I see. Yeah. It's a human well, thing. <laughs> actually, the idiom is wrong. I have studied humans, so you might not understand. Oh, well, that's fair. That's fair. I don't have the same technical background on humanity that you have. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you guys had just completed a mission for Historia 7, and you have at least two other meetings on the docket. Uh, one to meet with Radizam, and one to meet with a guy whose name you can barely pronounce, Zilijix. <laughs> You've decided to go with the one that you can pronounce, Radizam, which has taken you to a very pleasant um, sort of uh, probably a place where where Maple feels more at home, mm. uh, an area of Absalom Station and his Nayari Palisades. You, uh, your your navigation assistant, guidance has uh, taken you to a a office building marked as the Obsidian Spiders LLC Security Forces. Oh, and when you enter. Uh, the door, as soon as you approach the doors, they slide open to reveal a stark and dimly lit room. The chamber is actually pretty bleak and expressionless in its emptiness. No vanities line its smooth black walls, and no signs of use mar its smooth black furniture. Behind an onyx desk sits an armored Vesk who sees you enter and gives you a nod. There's a new blood. Welcome. Here to uphold our society's sacred tradition of inducting new members with chores to see how you handle yourselves. Just so happens I have one, so please come and sit. Mm. I prefer to stand. Whatever. I'll, ha I'll have a seat. <laughs> yeah, and we'll go in the I'll same the position. Yeah. The door. Mm -hmm. sure. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the same formation. Same formation. <laughs> so you all are meeting. <laughs> And uh, as you make yourselves as comfortable as you can in the office, uh, the Vesk puts a data pad down. Says, all right, reading can news. Can you do me a, five, a favor and physically describe them? Just until I get familiar sure. with all of the alien species. Yeah, Radizan, uh, Vesk are basically big hulking lizard guys. Um, mm. He's got a green scaled skin uh, with sort of an iguana-like face. Um, oh! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Paizo. Uh, he is—he's heavily armored. You can see, um, even though he's just sitting in his office, it must be part of part of his uh, uh, business model is to look intimidating at all times, even when he's just doing paperwork behind a desk. Um, nice. As you guys make yourselves comfortable and, and get acquainted with the office, he, again he sets this data pad down. He says, "Seems there was quite a disturbance in the park today. Interesting." Um, mm, haven't heard anything about it. it. Hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, bring it up because I am 
I am the head of the Acquisitives, a faction of the Starfinder Society uh, that is uh, most concerned with appearances. We seek fame and fortune, all to uphold the public, sta public status of the society, of course. Well, uh, to that end, there is a junior member who has made quite a public spectacle of herself and has become something of a problem for me. This uh, Labani is a mechanic from the Spike, and she got into a public spat with a junk racer from the Salvage Union, a Yosoki who calls himself Ratrod. She got drunk and told him junk racing was a two-bit game for kids, said that any mechanic with enough screws and wires could cobble together a racer and beat a pro. Naturally, Ratrod was furious, and worse, he was streaming the altercation. Publicly took the challenge to an audience of about 100,000 viewers, and so now the society's reputation is on the line. These days, that happens to matter quite a bit more than usual. Labani is deep in over her head. She's never run a junk race in her life. So I want you to head down to Bot Scrap and see if there's anything you can do for her. Help her to put together a racer, sabotage the competition, pit them against each other, build an alliance with one or two of the other racers. I don't really care. Just see that this race isn't a total embarrassment by the end of it for the society. That sound like something you might be able to handle? Yes. Mm, question, uh, because I know it is going through some of my associates' minds. If um, something uh, unfortunate were to befall Radrod and the race just didn't happen, would that also scratch this particular itch? Everybody is going to need to survive this one. It's a race. It's not a. It's not a gunfight. Oh, knife fight. What about my longsword? Yes, I mean, just again, uh, you, he can live. What about his legs? He doesn't need those. Um, this will be a rather public event. I believe that uh, our reputation would suffer quite a bit if we were to act like um, common mercenaries for this one. I mean, we've lost three quarters of our forces. What's one more junk racer to the old Reparino, right? Uh. I'm trying to put it nicely, but don't kill anyone. Those are the ah, oh, Thank yeah, you. ah, right. Oh, okay, yes, please, yes. The 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 um uh, the nuance of the common tongue eludes me on occasion. Do not harm anyone, but win a race that none of us are qualified to participate in. <laughs> excellent, excellent, sure. Do any of you have any experience in engineering? I am an excellent pilot. I have a background in engineering. I have a bad telling. I think I'd be really good at like being one of those girls that um does the flag at the beginning of the race. You would, absolutely. Those wings would be unmissable. Right? Yes. The drunk racers are known to be uh, a rather competitive lot. You might find that talking to some of the other ones, you might be able to either A, put them off their game, or B, actually form an alliance. Not all of them are big friends of Rat Rods. Uh, those of you who know what you're doing with, with you know, wires and gears might be able to actually help Labani put together a junk racer that could stand up to the competition. And for those of you looking for something a bit more exciting, while your orders not to kill anyone still stand, I would say that if you were to be able to, without being noticed, sabotage one or two of the compet competitors' racers, they might satisfy a little bit of that uh i don't know whatever excitement it is you're looking for so break bones check no again 
no, not bones. That's what he said. This would be <laughs> flesh wounds. Oh, purely flesh wounds. Oh. Mm. Some blood. Bruising. Let's... Heavy bruising. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> Check. Mm. Yes, I... we will take care of it, Radizam. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm very worried. <laughs> I'm incredibly, extremely worried. Now we can um, understand every part of the thing you described, like pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. No, I think we have it well at hand. Stop, Don't worry. Um, stop Rat Rod from winning at almost all costs and help Labani. Yes, yes. Don't let Labani make an embarrassment of us. Yes. Perfect. That's. And also. Don't make an embarrassment of us yourselves. But yes, you've got it. Excellent. Ah, more of that subtext that eluded me previously. No, I understand now. Also, do not allow her to cause a scandal and also do not cause one as well. That is, yes, you're getting it. Uh, still very worried, but but that's okay. It, Acknowledged. We have a 100% mission success rate here to force, so I feel like you have nothing to worry about. The statistics do not lie. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. There for you. Mm. Excellent. Well, then, don't talk about it. Be about it. Let us go. Guidance. Navigate us to the junk racer rat rod. <laughs> <laughs> Another blue line appears, uh, <laughs> leading you to another district of the Absalom Station. You head down to Botscrap. Botscrap is right. a massive salvage yard, salvage and scrapyard. Uh, Rat Rod's racing circuit is located in a hollowed out <laughs> mountain of scrap itself. Following uh, Guidance's directions and displaying your pit crew credentials when you get down there, uh, you make your way over to where you find a human woman fretting over a half-built junk racer, racer who seems on the verge of a breakdown when you arrive. She looks up and sees that you are all wearing your Starfinder insignias, and she, like, uh, like you see just the relief in her body. She's like, oh, oh, gosh, they sent back up. I'm, like, so happy to see you guys. I've got this thing almost operational, but I really I don't have any idea what I'm doing. And Radizam is going to be so mad if I make a fool of myself on the track. We've got a little bit of time before the race, so, so like, what's the plan? Uh, I believe I can probably assist getting this heap going forward and probably also being able to stop moving forward on command. Great. That sounds good. Hmm. Um, so, the way this will work is that uh, between now and race time, each of you has enough time uh, it's it's similar to playing it out in rounds, but basically each of you will have uh, the opportunity to take up to three actions in order to try to help Lavani. You can all work together on the same thing, or you can split off and work different angles of this, whatever you choose. But after you're done, uh, time will have run out and it'll be time to actually start the race. Uh, in terms of things that you can do to help out, you can search the junk piles for more components to install in the junk racer, improving its speed, defenses, or weapons. Uh, you can try to sneak in and sabotage other junk racers, but again, keep in mind that getting caught doing that could actually disqualify your team from the race entirely. Uh, you could go and talk to the other racers themselves. Uh, they each have their own motivations for racing, and you may find something that can help gain an edge on the track. Um, but either way, 
let's start with Gunnan, since you put yourself out there first. What angle of this do you want to tackle? Um, physically working on the racer. In okay, engineering. So you want to physically work on the racer? Uh, all right, so go ahead and make me a engineering check as you hey. spend your first action attempting or you can sorry you can use computers engineering or perception um uh, to try let's, to install see. New parts. let's see which one of those is like computers engineering or perception you say yep um computers and engineering are the same however uh, if this counts as hacking i'm faster at hacking does this count as hacking or is this just Four like hands. a yeah uh, no, it doesn't count as hacking. Ah, then a 22. 22. Again, it rolled uh, on the 20 and then rolled over to the 14. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a success. So for your first action, you can actually choose what type of part you want to attempt to install. Uh, you can try to increase its speed. You can try to increase its defenses. Or you can try to install weapons on the Junk Racer itself. Move number one is speed because allegedly Rat Rod is not supposed to die. So maybe not <laughs> weapons. Okay. Um, so you start uh, tweaking the engines and installing some, some new parts, uh, which is going to take up your first action. And that'll move us on to who should we go with next? Let's go with Maple. Maple. Uh, what do you, how do you want to try to, to help out? You can, you can also help out in just trying to, to boost the racer. You could go attempt to talk to some of the other junk racers, uh, I'm or... going to go talk because I don't have any mechanical abilities, only <laughs> diplomacy and culture and athletics. <laughs> okay. That's all I have. <laughs> so you make your way over. There's actually, there are several other pits, uh, with crews working. Um, you see there is... Um, the, the, the nearest one to you, uh, you find a, a gnome and you see that she is wearing a racer's jacket on the back of it. It says Lemgem and she notes that you're in, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging out around the pit. Just kind of, she's like giving you a weird look. I look back and make direct eye contact go. <laughs> And I walk over. <laughs> hey, is okay, your what? name is your name Lem Gem? Is that the name on your what what does it say on your jacket? Yeah, that's it. It's very cool. Love it. Don't change a thing. So, um, where what are you excited about this race coming up or what? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. What do you want? <laughs> Don't you um, work that you are another what are you over in my pit for? Shouldn't you be uh with your racer, huh? Um, can a girl make new friends? Come on. Um, basically what I want to try to do with Lum Gem is become best friends with her and convince mm -hmm. her to, uh, help us, um, to help during the race in preventing, uh, Rat Rod from, like, proceeding. If I can convince basically, basically two or three other drivers to sort of, like, mm -hmm. try to, like, funnel him to slow him down. Okay. So, uh, and she's like, look, you want, so you want, you want, oh, you want to be friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you work in for the society, right? That what, that little, that, that human girl who thinks that she's a racer now? So, um, 
So what? Well, what do you it's thinking? not just about like the one person. It's sort of about like what she represents for like this whole station as a whole. Um, can I roll culture to see like what do what did gnomes in space like really love and cannot resist? <laughs> I just immediately my brain went to gnomes in space. <laughs> <laughs> Categorize them with the earth. You can, you can roll a culture check if you would like. Sure. She was like, please stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> please stop telling what the rolls are. That's 20, my dude. My dude. Yeah. 20. Okay. Very culture. Um, you know that gnomes are, um, uh, they, they tend to have fey origin. Um, they... Uh, I don't know. What do you want to know about gnomes? <laughs> I gotta, um, I guess there's, like, uh, does she like does she does she love a good steak? Is she really into gold? Does she want to like do do gnomes generally like you know um, big open big wide open spaces? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, is someone like uh, a lot of gnomes? I would probably be attracted to something like junk racing just because they have sort of a a, a reckless kind of, of demeanor about them. Uh, a lot of them like to be uh, uh, wandering, adventuring types. Um, there's also a bit of whimsy about them, so they can be very mercurial and just sort of, um, you know, difficult to okay. predict in a lot of ways. But there's no, like, one thing that would be, okay. like, here's That's a thing. 20 tells me. Yeah. Okay, so, Lamb Gem, which is your name. Um, <laughs> just get to keep looking at it. So wouldn't it be crazy if the person that everyone thinks is gonna win doesn't win? I think that'd be super wild. Also, if you help me with my little plan, then, hmm, what can I offer her? And I can introduce you to a really cool guy who deals in, get this, fake IDs. <laughs> I don't, I don't need a fake ID, but I don't. No, no, it's just that he's like, like really wild and like works in the underground. Make a diplomacy check. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, Brad. Um, <laughs> diplomacy. That's a 23. 23. Look, I, I personally don't care about your guy, uh, but Rad Rod, he's kind of annoying and is the best I can do. I will take second place. I'm not gonna promise to lose to you, and I'm not gonna go sabotaging anybody else. But I can tell you, if it comes down between you and me, I'll let you. I'll let your girl win. Okay, sounds fair. So what I'm hearing is though you do not want Brad's number. No, also, not really. Brad, no, I'm not really sure what his name is. Okay, well, if you uh, anyway, he just hangs out that gross bar, like over by the park. So anyway, if you change your mind on the table into it, thank you so much. Okay. And I hand her. A, by the way, I hand her. A, I have a business card that just says like my full name, which I haven't said yet because uh, I can't say it. My full name is. Mapulio Drew Zampa Rubindica, and it just says like that really crazy, like all over it, it like glows. Mm -hmm. And I gave her my card and said, Next time you need anything, just tap this data card. It's what like does my that even mean? It's my number. It just that's how you call. Like, you know, come on, just let it be cool. <laughs> <laughs> let it be cool. <laughs> She's like, All right, all right, all right, all right, all right thanks. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, uh, 
I'll see you later. Maybe. I don't know. Are we going on a date now? Are we dating? <laughs> um, you know yes. what? Like, if you're Another free date. at, like, 8.45, I do have time later. <laughs> Alright, I guess. It's kind of... Sorry, I'm a little... I'm a little off guard. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, Never... I'll be that crazy park where all those guys got killed, but, um, yeah, I'll see you there at 8.45. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. That sounds that sounds good. I'll, I'll be there. I don't I don't know what's happening to me anymore. It's mud, right? That <laughs> will constitute Maple's first attempt at uh, trying to help this junk race go more better. Uh, <laughs> after that, we will turn to Volterix. Volterix, um, how do you want to try to assist? Uh, I want to be that person that will walk over to where the captain is is definitely trying to fix things and just like mm -hmm. pick up random tools and just kind of like hand it to them, not really knowing what I'm handing to him. Mm -hmm. um, but I would like to assist in engineering. Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll an engineering check. That's going to be an 18. An 18. Nice. Uh, all right. So as the captain is finishing up boosting the engines, um, you note that like, the Bonnie comes over and she's showing you and Gunnin this remote, um, this remote driver. And she's like, "Hey, hey, look! I, I don't really, I don't really know what I'm doing so much. So I was wondering if you guys could actually get this." thing working we could connect it to the racer and i would be in there but like you guys would actually pilot the damn thing Ooh. Uh. what skill would be required to actually drive this thing uh, it would be piloting to drive it but in terms of whether you could uh with Volterix's help with her role you could easily uh basically uh connect the remote to the, the junk racer and then you would have you would be able to pilot it remotely allowing any one of you during the race to actually take over and make piloting checks yeah I'm, um, uh, yeah i just want to make sure that any of us is actually qualified to not just send this woman to her doom yes <laughs> haven thing. haven is a very right. good pilot yeah you All know right. that haven well, knows what he's doing yes yes that is true. Yes, on occasion they actually deploy the secondary arms. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, mm, sounds good to me. I suppose we were told to not let this being embarrassment and uh, allowing Haven at the calm would probably achieve that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent work, Voltarex. Oh. All right, so with a little bit of extra work, Volterix, uh, you're able to to get a solid connection between the remote and the junk racer and help gunning out enough that he has enough time to, to give you some pointers uh, in, in how to set up the, the programming. And now you guys will, able to, will be able to pilot the junk racer during the race itself. After that, I would love to hear from Kazka. Kazka? What do you want to be doing while they, your 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 other friends have dispersed? Can you tell me the other options other than working sure. on the? You can attempt to go to talk to one of the other racers. You can attempt to install another upgrade in the junk racer itself, or you could try to sneak in to one of the other uh, racing bays and try to sabotage one of the other racers and give it basically penalties when it comes to. Okay, I'm gonna try one of my my things here. Not sure I'd pronounce it, but the sidereal influence. Okay. 
I'm going to um, attune to Graviton for a minute. I'm going to meditate for a minute and just sit there and kind of just focus. Um, my moat's going to glow black. And then I'm mm -hmm. going to, that will add stealth to um, my actions here. Okay. And I'm going to see if I can sabotage one of the racers. Okay. So the first thing that you'll need to do uh, is make a stealth check to see if you can get into one of the bays without being noticed. Okay. So stealth. Okay. So, uh, 13 plus 7, and then 4 more on that. 24. 24. Thank you is enough uh there is a um there's a lashunta who is is uh he finishes up uh, a, a tweak on his junk racer and then he starts walking away and you take a moment to get right up next to his machine yes. um, now that you're there you can attempt an engineering check Oh to, damn! Uh, try to <laughs> actually sabotage it. Or well, stick a sword see. in it. Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> I don't have engineering, so can I roll it untrained? Yeah, you I'm just, just. I'm just saying, slashing tires and slashing tires. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just. True. You basically just try to muck around in there and see if you can knock anything loose. I think that's really. Can I do that? Do, I okay. That's do yeah. It's it, it, it's called an engineering check. It's it's just you roll the die and tell me what happens. Ten. <laughs> Ten. Okay. So your first action is unsuccessful. So you're sitting there. You, you don't really know what you're looking at. You just start knocking it with your sword. You realize you're making a lot of noise and you're like looking around and waiting. So your first action is actually unsuccessful, but you can, you'll have other attempts that you can make as we move on. Okay. Uh, but first we have to see what Haven is going to do for his first action. For their first action, uh, Haven, Haven is going to take a glance around the track since now yep. <clears throat> they know that they're going to be piloting. So they're going to go out and gather information about like the twists and the turns and the stunts we could pull. Sure. Uh, we will go ahead and roll me a perception check. Okay. Oh, Natty 20, so 29. Ooh, 29. Get right. it. You, uh, this will be basically the equivalent. We'll call this the equivalent of installing an upgrade in, in the racer itself. So now when you make piloting checks on the track, because you studied it so carefully, you will get an additional plus one piloting modifier. Yeah. Nice. Just for clarity's sake, that makes my piloting modifier plus 14. <laughs> You're very good at this. Whoa. This is your strong suit. This is what you do. Very good at this. That's awesome. So all of this activity, even though you, you've all sort of split off, you've been doing this, it's taken about, you know, 15 minutes or so. Um, uh, you, you've finished installing the upgrades. You've, you've been studying the track. You've been trying unsuccessfully to sabotage one of the other racers. You've made an alliance with one of the racers. Uh, you all will, can continue trying to help uh though you can continue trying to do the same types of activities you can switch it up um it's all up to you but i guess we'll start with the captain again uh you finish all the upgrades that you've been working on and what do you want to do next can't hear you my next two things are definitely going to be engineering if in the interest of time sure. i can roll both if you'd like or i can still split it up for you 
Yeah, why not? Uh, what systems do you want to? Uh, uh, you just say, yeah, give me the rolls, uh, and then we'll just what systems you want to upgrade. I will tell you my two things I'd like to do is I'm still going to give another boost to speed. Okay. Uh, but now that this woman's life is literally in our hands, I'm going to give her one defense. So ultimately, <laughs> two speed and one defense is uh, what I'm All at. right. Okay. Uh, for the speed, that is going to be um, 24. 24 is a success. So you've managed to crank even more efficiency for the engines. <laughs> oh, no. And for the defense, a one. Oh, Cheaters oh, never prosper. <laughs> you are attempting to find some extra armor plating, uh, but you just can't find any. You just flat out like uh, all of the other racers have either taken the available plating or you just don't know quite what you're looking for. Uh, but you are just completely unable to find anything. And, uh, I very much make up an elaborate sounding excuse to Voltarex. Like, oh, it would have thrown off the aerodynamics. It might have inhibited the signal strength, you know? We have to, like, keep it light. Having the side paneling exposed like this allows greater aerodynamics. It's uh, it's um, um, speed holes. We put speed holes in the vehicle. All right. And that's it for me, then. <laughs> That'll take care of both of your next actions. So then, Maple, uh, what do you want to do? There's still what? some other races you can talk to, or you could, you've noticed that Kazka has sort of, like, snuck off. Uh, you go try to find her, or... I'm going to go talk to Ratrod. Sure. To try uh, to, try to, what's the word? Uh, like, mess with his will or fortitude. <laughs> Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, like, read him so bad that he's just like, I can't do this. <laughs> there is, uh, there is this Yusoki who is, uh, he's not even really working on one of the racers anymore. He seems confident that, that his racer is already done. He's just kind of whiling away the time until the race comes up. And as he sees you come up, you can see this sort of smirk on his face. And he's like, oh, yeah, look at that. The society. Hi, how are you? I'm Maple. Might have heard of me. Um, your name nope. is uh, your name is um, Ra Rod Rod Rodney. Is that it? Yeah, that's funny. You can call me Rat Rod. Um, okay, Rodney. Just a quick chat. Um, I want to talk to you about your car. It does seem like there's some problems with it, and I don't know that you want to ride with that out there. What do you know about racers? You think you're an expert too? Let's see. What is the skill? Uh, uh, do you want to roll? I'll, I'll give you a choice of skills. Okay. You can roll a bluff if you want to just try to act like you know more than what you're letting on. You can try an intimidation to see if you could just put him off balance, looking overconfident in your assessment, and maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you want to do? Um, I'll use intimidate because I have a plus seven to that, which is crazy. Sure. Why not? roll it before I do the talking. Uh, that's an 18. 18. So yeah, you can see he's like, what do you mean? My, my racer's fine. I, I'm the best racer. Yeah, I know I want to, I got to put together a junk racer. What are, you, what are you talking about? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it, it looks fine. It's fine. I it's mean, way better than whatever happens. Just keep the scrap you know what? over there. 
maybe you're right and I'm wrong, but I do just want to let you know. And then my eyes turn black and you see like a space portal open behind me that I can see into different dimensions and through all realities, including <laughs> not only this one, but ones where you are dead and your family is dead or ones where you were never born and the earth is on fire. And then I can that. Um, but like, you know, you do you, like, whatever. I was just trying to help, but like, it's, you totally got this. You, yes, absolutely. You will be totally 100% fine. And I roll my eyes as hard as I can, and I walk away. <laughs> sure. As you're walking away, you can see he's like now, whereas before he was just sort of like kicking back and watching things go. He's now up and he's got tools in his hands. He's walking around the racer. He's inspecting it furiously. You can see that you've definitely put him off balance. Uh, and he will, he'll have a little penalty to his actions when it comes to race time because he's a little, he's a little off kilter now. He doesn't know how to, how to react to you guys. Uh, excellent use of your action, Maple. So let's head to Volterix's turn. Uh, how do you want to assist? You note that your captain has been, uh, he did a great job, uh, cranking all he could out of the engines. And now he's running around like armor plating. I don't, I can't find any armor plating or I don't even need armor plating. Who cares about armor plating? Uh, he seems to be a little bit of a loss, but, uh, maybe there's a way you could help him out. Yeah. Um, especially cause he just went through that whole explanation, uh, about how, you know, she doesn't need any defense. Right. So, um, can I make it faster? You can try to crank more out of that. Yeah, you can stack them wow. up. So just make another, make another engineering. It can be engineering, computers, uh, or physical science are all acceptable skills if you want to just try to boost even more out of these engines. Uh, that's going to be a dirty twenty. Dirty nice. twenty. Success. So uh, even though you're, you neither of you uh, have found any armor plating at this point, uh, you guys have both worked together to to increase the efficiency of this junk racer's engines. Uh, you can see by quite a significant margin. This thing is going to be fast on the track. Hopefully, Haven will be able to handle all that power that you are <laughs> boosting into it. Because it is going to be a beast. I have faith in them, yes. Speed kills, as they say. Um, usually that's meant as a positive, but... <laughs> the day might get more uh, interesting. It may indeed. You are a woman of many talents, Voltarix. I am most impressed. Uh, thanks, Cap. Y you, too. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely doesn't clock any awkwardness at all. Just like, <laughs> back to working. <laughs> yep. Kazka, you are already in this, yes. this engineering bay. You've avoided detection so far, mm -hmm. but you haven't actually managed to do like these junk racers you just you don't really know you're not a gearhead you don't really know what you're doing you want to try to hack at it some more or you want to go try something different i'm gonna see if i can do something to the uh i mean would these things have wheels or would it have like jet thrusters? no they actually uh, this think of this a lot like a like a pod racer uh, see so these are like hover vehicles uh that, yeah, that's that, what i call pod racer. and they're all they're all made um, on, like, so basically in the scrapyards, all the junk racers will construct right. their junk racer out of what's available and then mm -hmm. they race with it and then they disassemble it all. And then the next time there's a race, they assemble it all together and then do it. So, so it's not, it's not just about the speed and the racing skill. It. It's also about your ability to put together a vehicle. So right. this is, this is freaking booster draft is what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it is. Sustainable. Uh, I'll I'll try and see if I can ruin something on this. Okay. 
I don't know. Yeah, Look trying, under the just hood. Keep trying to there. ruin this thing. Rip, I want to rip stuff up. I'm gonna try. Yeah. Gonna try. All right. One more engineering check. Oh. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you find that uh, once again you're trying to like rip open panels to see if you can get at some of the wiring underneath and you're not able to do it you keep having to stop and like hide as people are passing by you're trying to avoid detection and you're just you're not making any progress this is frustrating but this this racer it's just this isn't your forte you got in here real easy but now you realize that like man you wish mm -hmm. you had somebody who could just who knew what they were working with so that you can get in there and start tearing things up but uh that's still okay perhaps the rest of your team can pull this out Haven, what are they doing? Haven is going to uh, scout around now that they have a better idea of the track. They're going to scout out the competition. So Scouting the other the racers yes. that we haven't sort of hit so far, uh, who's interesting? Who is interesting indeed? Um, there is a make a perception check for me. Let's okay. See who you see? Uh, Twenty-four. 24 wow. as you are looking out of the track you're studying things an android with velocity written across the back of her jacket passes by uh and she gives you a nod um and then continues on and you can see that she's trying to tweak the engines on a nearby racer but it looks like she's having trouble with it hmm haven's going to to saunter up uh, and sort of casually lean one of the smaller arms on the vehicle and yep. say to the android, mm, uh, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> of course I'm here. I'm, I'm racing today. Oh, that was a human idiom. <laughs> Hi, I'm Haven. I study humans and also mm, I'm an excellent pilot. It looks like you're having some trouble. I am, but unfortunately, I am an android. I'm sorry, I can't be of any help to your studies. Oh, this is uh, okay. Not everything can be a learning experience in regards to human studies, but perhaps I may be able to assist you. What seems to be giving you an issue? Well, the, the problem is I really want to go fast, mm. but I can't seem to get the parts and I'm having a lot of trouble i i i just i i'm 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 not really here to win the race i i just i just want to go fast i i just but i, I but I, I i just i can't find the parts that i need i so ah. you know it's 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 frustrating perhaps haven myself may have an interesting solution for you being an android you experience things differently than the rest of us perhaps i could take some of your sensor mechanisms and attach it to our vehicle i can guarantee you it is going to go very fast hey look if you can make this thing go faster then Sure. I'll, oh, whatever. Well, That's all I care about. I just want to go fast. Instead of racing, I will attach your head to our vehicle. <laughs> that way, no. you sense... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, proposal rejected. I just... Ah. I want to go fast, so... 
I don't and, need to win. Like, if you want to win, you can win. I just, I want to go fast. You're we do with the society, correct? Mm. You, uh, I can um, look here and here. She points. There are these two cannons on the front of her junk race. She says, "I will, um, I will knock Rat Rod out. He will not win, and you can win. Just make me go fast." I will target mm. Rad Rod, and in exchange, you will make me go fast. This Are you sure you don't deal. want your head attached to our vehicle? Okay, your plan is back. I yes, definitely need it attached to me. We are alive. I that is one thing you must learn about androids. We are a living. Uh, you cannot remove parts of them. Please never do that. Ah. I understand it might be confusing sometimes, but we are we are living organisms as well as technological. So do not ever remove a part from an android unless they give you explicit permission. And in this case, permission is not granted. Got it. Understood. <laughs> yes, I will make this go faster, and Haven uh, will take a look at the vehicle. Sure. Uh, she hands you a, a card. She says, look, if you actually will just, I could do the installation, just go and find me this part. Oh. She hands you, it, it, there's a there's a, 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 a fuel regulator that she needs. Uh, you can attempt to make a physical science or perception check if you want to go through the scrap pile and try to see if you can find one for her. Definitely perception. Okay. So, let's use, uh, that is, let's see. Perception. 15? Is that good enough? 15. Uh, you're looking around, and uh, after about 15 minutes of searching, uh, you, you just, you can't, you don't know. If there, maybe, there, maybe there aren't any of these parts in here. Uh. You're not really sure. It's But you, you don't quite find what you need. Um, so without going back uh, to the android or the vehicle or anything, mm -hmm. Haven's just going to return to our camp. Sure. Uh, and keep in mind, you all will have one more action, except for Gunnan, who sort of uh, took both of his. So if you failed on a previous action, you could just use your third action as an attempt to try that again. So you could just keep looking for it if you wanted to. That would be totally acceptable. Um, but we'll go back to, since Gunnan had already done his thing, Maple, you've you've put Rat Rod off his game. You've made something of an alliance with Lemgem. Uh, you see that uh, Haven is trying to talk to this other android racer, and he, he isn't having as much success. Maybe you could help him out there, or you could try. You still haven't seen Kazka. You don't know where she is. Um, um, but that might be concerning. Yeah, I was going to hunt on Kazka, I think, and try yeah. to help her with whatever she's doing. Sure. Um, looking around, you eventually see that Kazka is like trying to like wedge her sword into... <laughs> Uh, the engine chassis for one of the the racers, and she's trying to like pry it, and it's just not working. Uh, um, and she's like, she seems very frustrated by all of this. Um, um, Kaska, are you trying to like sabotage this, or like take something out of this? I'm trying to sabotage it. What does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> oh, okay, I can do that. Um, and I cast. This is called uh, Verdant Code. Um, I turn, is this data into plant matter? Would there be computers or something in this car that would have data? And they could turn into plant matter? If you could do what? Uh, so verdant code turns data into plant matter that either explodes or lurks within a device. Does this vehicle have like a 
data in it because it's space car. Yeah, I mean, it's, there, there, there is a computer system that controls it. So, sorry, this is burden what? Verdant <laughs> code. Code into plant life? What? <laughs> no, I have no idea. It's really cool. It's a first level spell. Yeah. Um, it, it's just one standard action. Uh, I need one like system or module. It lasts either one hour as soon as I do it or until triggered. So what I'm going to do is cast this and um, for dormant growth, the, you implant verdant code into a computer system or module you have root access to. The next time the device is accessed, plant matter explodes from this device. Uh, see above. And see above is that yeah. it explodes from it. Okay. I do. Yeah. It. Um, okay. There's going to be a problem with this when the next person turns it on. So we got to go. <laughs> oh. Unless you want to do something else. Is there else. a windshield on this? Is there a yeah, windshield yeah. on yeah, this? There's, there's an enclosure for the driver. Yeah. I'm going to take my sword. And kind of like like scratch out the windshield so they can't see anything. Okay. <laughs> I already took care of it. What are you doing? Then... <laughs> well, you I felt that That's fine. I felt left out, so I needed all the work, and I'm pissed off now. So let's go. Okay, just don't sign it K with a K. Okay, <laughs> we talked about this. You can't sign things when you when okay. You mess up, okay. All right. Next time. Next time. I sign it with an M. Well, <laughs> okay. no. did, did you did you want this to be an effort to further sabotage the vehicle, or are you just flavor flavor yes. scratching? No, because I am sabotaging it. So, okay, so go ahead and that's make a, a six on the die. I hate you. You need new dice. <laughs> as as nice you're standing there with the sword and you're trying to like gouge out uh, parts of the the glass steel, you realize like this is some kind of like scratch resistant, damage resistant, bullet resistant glass, and like your sword is not making a dent. You're trying to, to and it's just like it's just sliding along this. He's just trying uh, to participate. Like, oh, I know. Yes. I know. It's okay, buddy. I, I give Kazga a marker. <laughs> Here you get fine. Here you go. Try this. <laughs> Whoa. I just put a big, big Please sad face on the windshield, <laughs> and then I put a, I put a small V. No, you gotta stop it. I take it, I scratch it out. <laughs> and then I walk away, all pissy. Volterix, uh, um, you note that it looks like both Haven and Gunnan are like furiously searching through the scrapyards, trying to find stuff. One, Gunnan is still trying to find armor plating for the, the vehicle. He can't find anything. You're not sure what Haven is doing, but they're frantically looking around as well. How do you want to spend, or you could just abandon them entirely and do your own thing. What do you want to do? Uh, I'll go over to Haven okay. and just like watch the frenzy for a hot sec. Mm -hmm. And just, what are you doing? Looking for a part that makes it go fast. Would you like to help? What? We already made it go fast. What are oh, you talking? It's for the competitor, but it's okay. They promised to lose. Yeah, why don't I go with you real quick okay. on that one? I think I've got a part. Hmm. I'll go over there uh, with with okay. him. Uh, them. Them. And uh, I will. Uh, is the woman still there? The, the Android woman. Away? Andrew woman? Oh yeah, she's she's still trying furiously to work through the the engine problems she's having. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on in there uh, okay. and just kind of look at her and be like, 
Yeah, don't worry. I got this. You may want to like stand back just just a little bit. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to reach in my Oh no. Um never mind. I was going to do something stupid. Um Do the stupid thing. We're turning code <laughs> into plant life here. I mean, yeah. that's too wild for this group. <laughs> I'll reach on my belt and kind of grab something uh that's about fist size and I will I will like hide it somewhere inside of the engine um, okay. and just kind of, uh, you know, be like, oh, uh, yeah, um, that part should get you going pretty quickly. Uh, but okay. why don't, why don't, and I'm going to tell her like, uh, but why don't we all like step out? You know, it's always good to have a, a break before the big race, right? That's, is that what people do? Haven? Make a... <laughs> deception check to see okay. if you can uh, i'll let you substitute that for for the other checks available for this one so uh, i am gonna increase the dc a little bit but we'll see how well you do Ooh, well i rolled a 19 so bluff Ooh. check you said yeah so 23 23 yeah uh you start fiddling around with the engine and then you had some like random part that you picked up while you were helping gun in and you just sort of like wire it in there um uh, <laughs> and and Velocity is like watching you do this. Velocity. I will go fast now. Yep. It, this is acceptable. I'll target Rat Rod every every uh, every. Uh, I will target Rat Rod with my uh, and I promise not to win. Um, thank you. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, come on, Haven. Hmm. You are quite formidable as an engineer. Your skills are unmatched, except by the captain, of course. Hmm. Um, Jim, I wanted to put a uh, sticky bomb grenade in there. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> of course, yeah. This wouldn't be as simple as simply bluff. It has to be an explosive device mm. that will kill everyone. Yeah, okay. Uh, Whoa. Well, you succeeded on your check, so like you, you installed this bomb. Um... <laughs> And presumably, when the when the engines start, it will explode. I just wanted to make everything very sticky and not harm yeah. her too bad. I'm pretty sure that sticky bomb is a bomb that sticks to things, not a bomb that makes things sticky. <laughs> I oh, can double check that. Got it. Okay. Potato, potato. <laughs> but I like I my mean, version. I, I, might have to be wrong. <laughs> I mean, it blows a lot of sticky great. stuff in all directions. I'm actually, I'm, it, I'm incorrect. Sorry, I was, I was incorrect. Sorry, no, it is, it, it does, it, it, it causes a massive adhesive resin to explode. So you are correct on that one. Sorry, my, that was my, that was <laughs> my okay. mistake. No I thought it was going to be a In World War II, you yeah. had it right on what a sticky bomb was. That's true. Right. <laughs> true, yes. I believe, yes, yeah, I believe. For game mechanics, they they cause like an entangle yep. sort of thing, right? Yeah, you you knew what you were talking about. So yeah, you basically will just literally gum up the engine, uh, making <laughs> her go slower. When you said that you were going to make her go faster, she's probably going to be very sad. Aww. Birth of a supervillain. Wait, did you check and make sure she didn't have all 99s before you embarked on this <laughs> That's uh, true. course of action? <laughs> I believe at this point that the only one with a third action left is Haven. Hmm. Um, so after that whole debacle, we're regrouping, or not debacle, the fixing of uh, Velocity's uh, car. We're all gathering back at our camp, and uh, Haven then is going to take a look at the defenses uh, 
for sure. Levi. You want to try to see if you can find that armor plating that perhaps we Captain can... has been trying to install. So go ahead. <laughs> it's perception, physical science, uh, or engineering will all work. Definitely perception. Okay. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah, you managed to find some suitable plating. Uh, you located it while you were looking for that engine part for velocity, and uh, you just drag over some of the plating. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that it's there, Gunnan is able to easily just like weld it onto the junk racer. And at that point, you guys hear the call go out over the spe- over the PA, announcing it is time for all racers to take their positions. It is time to start. Uh, Labani gets into the racer and hands you the remote. Uh, hands you Haven the remote, um, and says, "All right, well, uh, go team, go team." <laughs> and she starts the engine. Uh, you actually have like a little HUD display on this remote, uh, and she's uh, gives you control of it, and you can actually. Uh, navigate it up to the starting starting line um as so and go ahead so before as you've seen haven they've been a little bit twitchy constantly looking at things their antenna sort of waves as soon as they get into this like piloting mode everything is stock still uh and they're totally focused in and paying attention they're in this this zone that no one else can reach them is it like when a cat suddenly goes like this and the tail gets really straight yeah yeah Lean in next to Haven, and I just pointed Rat Rod, and I say, "Get him!" <laughs> All right. Um, so the way that the race will work uh, is that there are two phases every round. The first one is a weapons phase, where various non-lethal weapons that have been installed on all the junk racers can be fired at other targets in an attempt to knock the other racers off course or apply penalties to what they're doing. Um, once you've fired your weapons, then you do the piloting phase, which is how fast do you move? You might have penalties based on if you got hit by other racers, but then since you added that extra armor plating, hopefully none of the other racers will be able to hit you. Um, racers are targeting each other as well. Uh, you guys aren't really here necessarily. It's, it's a free for all. Uh, obviously some of you have formed minor alliances with other racers, uh, who will be then not targeting you or specifically targeting your real rival, who is Ratrod, who is uh, revving his engine and ready to go. Um, There is a drone hovering over the starting line. Uh, It begins to flash red, yellow, and then green. And then engines scream as all of the racers lurch forward into the first lap of the race. Uh, We will just go ahead and start with your actions. Uh, The the junk racer that you have has one energy weapon on it. Uh, Anybody can fire it. Uh, it, It's kind of abstract at this point, but anybody basically with a high range attack can choose one of the other racers and fire it. Um, There's Lemgem. There's Velocity, there's Rat Rod, uh, and then there are two other racers that you never talk to. Uh, there's a Lashunta, and uh, it's like a lizard, not a not a Vesk, but a, uh, it's called a, I think it's a Rhyphorian. It's like a, almost like a dragon-like person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can target any of the other racers you want. You have one weapon. Uh, who wants to make an attack, if you want to make an attack against one of the other racers? 
I feel like Voltarex has a high range. <laughs> yes, yeah. please, me. Yeah. All right, so uh, Haven, you go over to, to Volterix, and there are actually controls for some of the weapons. And you can, uh, uh, Volterix, who is like looking over your shoulder, uh, you see uh, sort of a, tar a targeting reticule appear on the screen. And you have, again, you have six other racers, or sorry, five other racers on the board. Uh, who do you want to target? And then you can just make an attack, make a ranged attack. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rat Rod first. Rat Rod, all right. Ooh. That's gonna be a 19. A 19, so you fire this uh, electrical energy cannon at Rat Rod's racer and <laughs> it blasts into the back, uh, hitting it square in the engine. But you see uh, that he like smashes a button on the console, and as the energy like plays out across the uh, the hull of his junk racer, it all like this this weird node pops out of the side of it and begins to spin around, and all of that energy gets absorbed oh. into this node. Uh, and you can see you can't hear him because uh, it's all you all just seeing these things on the on the screen, but you see he like throws his head back in laughter and uh, begins firing his own weapons at some of the other racers. Uh, the other racers take aim at each other and start blasting. Uh, Velocity will go ahead and target Rat Rod because she agreed to do so. She has two weapons, so would two other people not who aren't Volterix go ahead and just roll a d20, and I will see if Velocity is going to hit or not. Uh, I'll roll one. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, go for it, Maple. Uh, that's an eight. <laughs> an eight. Uh, so Velocity's junk racer has this heavy uh, kinetic weapon that blasts a slug at Rat Rod's racer, but it goes wide as he jukes real quick and it just goes past him. Um, she has a total of three. She has a very heavily armed uh, racer, so it was good to get her on your side. Uh, so Maple got to make an attack. Somebody else, go ahead. You have two more attacks you can make. It uh, doesn't matter to me who rolls them. I'll, I'll roll one. Sure, go for it, Gunnan. I, I was gonna okay. <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be hard for me to do worse than that, and then that's a seven on the die, so oh, I literally yeah. did worse than that. Uh, let's Velocity. see here, but my actual, I guess, uh, even my bonuses are minimal, so it's like ten, ten, <laughs> ten. Uh, Velocity opens up with her uh, her second slug cannon, and once again, Rat Rod, uh, who is moving incredibly quickly, manages to juke out of the way of that second attack. She still has an energy weapon equipped to her junk racer. So, uh, Kazka, you want to roll it? Sure, ranged as well, yeah. Yeah, just make a ranged attack. Hey, twenty on the die. Yes, twenty on the die. So twenty-two. All right, so the another broken. <laughs> Another bolt of electricity uh, shoots forward and slams into the back of Rat Rod's racer. Uh, this time, you notice that the first time it got hit, that node popped out and he absorbed all that energy. But this time, that that doesn't happen, and the engine actually starts to spark and blast uh, and smoke as you throw Rat Rod a little bit off balance. He's going to take a penalty now to his piloting check on this round because you managed to strike him. Uh, one of the other racers is going to make a single attack against you with a kinetic weapon. Uh, if this hits uh, with your, sorry, with your uh, with the armor plating that you added, your racer has a kinetic armor class of 15. So he's gonna okay. try to blast you. One of the other racers is gonna try to blast you. If it hits, it's gonna be a minus four penalty to your piloting check this round. 
but he misses wildly. So this other slug comes in, tries to just knock you, it basically just slam you off the track with his weapon, but you are able to dodge out of the way with your expert piloting. And now, Haven, it is your turn to actually make your piloting check to see how fast you can move uh, and get around this track on your first lap. So just to be clear, what are the things that I'm adding? I'm adding a plus one because of my reconnaissance. Yep, your reconnaissance gave you a plus one, and then your piloting skill. Those my are the only bonuses skill. you currently have to piloting. Copy that. Okay, so that is 32, please. 32, Whoa! yeah, you just gun it. Uh, you, are, you are in the zone. Uh, it's almost like instead of remote piloting, you almost like feel like you're in... Uh, maybe you establish sort of a little bit of a telepathic connection with Lavani, and you almost feel like you're in the cockpit yourself, and you are just... Bla blazing across the track. Um, at the end of the first lap, you are neck and neck with Ratrod, who is glaring over at your racer. And we will begin the next round. Uh, we'll start again with your guys' actions. And we will have uh, Volterix, who can fire the energy weapon on your racer. Uh, you can see that while you are neck and neck with Ratrod, uh, you know that he has something aboard his his junk racer that lets him absorb those energy attacks. But you could also try to target one of the other racers. Though you were told that you formed something of an alliance with the the one named Lemgem and the one called Velocity. Uh, but it's up to you who you want to fire at. There are no rules. It's a race. I feel like too with Haven and Volterix, this is a, a position that they've taken on ships before, where like she's over them and uh, firing while they're down piloting over this thing. So it's like a dance that we've done. <laughs> um. Oh gosh. Uh, would there be any sort of knowledge check I'd be able to figure out how to break through his barrier at all? Uh, unfortunately, uh, there isn't really like the, 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 the modification that you've now seen once every round, when he gets hit with an energy attack, he can absorb that energy. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, you, I'll give you that now that you've seen it in action. So the first time you hit him now, because then Co uh, velocity through Costco was able to hit him for a second time. Uh, basically it negates the absorption. So when he absorbs it, he actually moves faster, but then if he gets hit a second time with an energy weapon, he it sort of negates that. So you know it's a little bit of a risk. Hitting him just once could actually benefit him in the long run. Mm. But there's really, I mean, yeah, you, you've seen it in action, so you know what it does. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go for the uh, Lashunta. Sure. Still there. Yeah, he looks like he is uh, very sleek, very fast. Uh, he is uh, almost, he, he slips in front of you just for a second, and you pull the trigger, blasting him with an energy attack. Go ahead and roll it. 19. Yeah. 19 is a hit. Yeah. As he's trying to slip in front of you uh, and pass you, you blast him full in the engines with your energy weapon. And he is going to take a minus four penalty to his racing this round, uh, making him significantly slower. Uh, next in the weapons phase, we will fire all of Velocity's weapons again. And we'll just let's start with uh, Maple like we did last time. Fire the first kinetic weapon. Uh, you can, you, you know that you can fire those at rat the kinetic weapons <laughs> can be fired at rat rod without any uh, chance that he can absorb them uh, so you can either target him or somebody else if you want 
No. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Did you yeah, no one. Yeah, <laughs> Yuki's bum goes up. Like, Velocity is so eager now to, to hit it. She's just, like, smashing the weapons, firing at, at, at random almost. Uh, there are explosions and blasts all around uh, as the first attack is completely useless. But perhaps the second attack will be more significant. Uh, Gunnan, <laughs> go ahead and roll me an attack roll. Floor dice don't exist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is going to be a 19 this time. Ooh. 19 is going to hit. So while the first shot went wild and exploded against the the wall separating the racers from the spectators, this, uh, the second slug just slams into the racer. And rather than like doing much damage, it actually just knocks uh, the racer off track. And that is going to be a minus four penalty. I'm sorry. Who are you targeting? You could target uh, Rat Rob. Uh, Red Rob. We're here to beat. We're here to beat one. Yeah, you're one here to man beat him. Thing, he goblin to person that him. One rat. Yep. Yeah. He seems to be the most obvious threat, and you blast him off course. His whatever little uh, modification he's made to his racer doesn't seem to be able to absorb those kinetic blasts, and he actually just mm. gets knocked off course. He's trying desperately to hold it together as he makes yeah. his way. The Mandalorians figured that out against the Jedi, and we figured it out against Rad Racers. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and then the final, uh, that energy weapon, Kazka, uh, you can fire it. You can choose any target you want, but you know that if you hit Rat Rod with it, you could actually give him a boost as he could absorb one blast around from the energy weapon. So you would want to target one of the other racers. Okay, we'll target another one. Uh, sure, one of them, the, the Lashunta has already been hit. You can further damage his vehicle, or there's a Rhyphorian that has not been hit. Or you could turn on one of your allies. Who do you, what do you want to do? Well, let's do Lashunta. The Lashunta. All right, so you're going you're gonna to see if you just knock him right out of the race. Uh, 16. Ooh, 16 is a hit. That uh, It's a barely a hit, but you do. You just, uh, this arc of like just sustained energy just blasts out, and you sweep it across the junk racer and he gets uh, almost flipped end over end as he got hit before as well so he is having some serious troubles but we have come to the end of the weapons phase and we move to the piloting phase so it's time for haven to show us what he's got here we go well it was a four on the die but that means 18. 18 uh and that is going to be a success you hadn't been hit this round so it's not gonna play any penalties to it and because your other opponents that had so many penalties applied to them, you are actually ahead of the pack at the start of the at the end of the third of the second lap. Uh, you've got one more lap to go, and you know that if you can uh, if you can pull it out, just like you have been, you not only will not embarrass the Starfinder Society, but you will claim a victory that was unthinkable before mm. this race actually started. Uh, to unthinkability and beyond. <laughs> to unthinkability and beyond, indeed. Uh, Volterix, it's time to fire weapons again. Yeah. Uh, you can see at this point, the Lashunta has, he got blasted so hard uh, last round that he's hes practically out of the race. There's no way he's going to catch up. If Haven can keep their, uh, their eye on the prize like they have been, he's no problem. The Rhyphorian uh, is, is catching up. Uh, Rat Rod is still a problem, but you know that all you have is that energy weapon, which could be a problem if he absorbs it. Uh, or again, you could turn on one of your allies, though they don't look like they're really trying to beat you. They're just having fun racing. Hmm. Amateurs. Let's go for Rat Rod. Rat Rod, all right. Rat -rod. Uh, you know this is risky because you know that then Velocity has to hit with her energy weapon if you succeed. But maybe 
it'll be enough. Oof. I think maybe. Uh, six, 17? 17 is a hit. Yeah. He managed to, again, sweep this electrical blast of energy right across the hull of his junk racer. And again, that little node on the engine pops out and absorbs all of the energy. And he just starts blasting ahead. Uh, you know that if you're going to have a chance, it's going to be up to velocity to blast him out of the sky. But to make that happen, we go to Maple first. Fire kinetic weapon number one. Uh, oh, that is uh, 15. 15 is a hit. Yay! <laughs> that is a hit. You managed to blast him just as he's pulling ahead. Yeah, Roger. Just knocked by this giant metal slug. Uh, Gunnin, you want to roll for kinetic weapon number two? That is a 21. Nice. Oh, easy hit. So he just gets blasted as he's pulling ahead, uh, absorbing all that energy, and then two slugs just kung kung. Uh, nearly flipping over the junk razor as it is trying desperately to maintain control of the race. And we move now to the final energy weapon. Uh, Kazka, you can fire at Rat Rod and negate the bonus from the, the energy absorption, but you also see he gets blasted so hard by the first two shots from Velocity that you might want to target one of the other racers. It's up to you, though, how you want to do that. I'll target another racer. Sure. Uh, there's uh, the Lashunta, who is already so far behind that there's you don't think he's much of a threat. But then there's the Lephorian, who may be a threat if you if you don't take care of her. Let's do that one. Oh, sure. Go ahead and make an attack. Uh, no, that's uh, nine, 11. 11. So, yeah, you try to sweep that energy beam, uh, but it misses and she dodges out of the way, which means that we must go now to the final piloting checks. You feel, Haven, like you've got this race in the bag. I'm you in the can't zone. imagine a world where you lose. Don't say that, Jim Jam. Oh no, we cursed by yeah, hubris. Stop it, no. Nothing that can go wrong. Stop, I'm gonna roll don't the jinx. continue. <laughs> a 19 on yeah. the die, I'm a... Uh, see, like I told you, I believed in you the whole time. Uh, you, uh, I mean, you, you are, you are, you are pra you are one with the racer you are one with the track and uh you managed to easily outdistance rat rod who got blasted uh the reforian can't keep up the lashunta got blasted last round and is too far behind to catch up and your allies just basically pull up into this position behind you and you all cross the finish line in a, in sort of like a flying v yeah uh, lem gem and velocity tying for second place and you taking first Sweet. you have one the junk race. Haven yeah. pulls out and just says, now that's what I call Lucy Goosey. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, Haven. I love it. <laughs> you guys watch as, as Rat Rod's badly damaged junk racer like limps over the finish line. He hops out of the racer and he chucks his helmet down on the ground. Uh, and at that point, you see Labani actually approaches him. You can see that they're talking for a moment. And she apologizes for challenging him so publicly the other day. And uh, you can see that actually over time, like he starts to calm down a little bit. And, you know, they, they sort of, uh, whatever, they shake hands and uh, he accepts the loss gracefully. Um, wow. And then Labani comes over to you guys and says, that was, I couldn't have possibly done this without you. Uh, thank you so much. Literally uh, couldn't have, yes. Mm, 
I don't know if you've met many Shirin before, but when we work as a team, we tend to have these connections, and we really felt you. That's, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say. I was I was just so happy that you guys came along. Um, hey, there, there was something that I, I, I should I should give you. Um, she hands you a cred stick, um, and then she goes over to a locker. She says, uh, I, I was, I, I found this stuff in the in the scrapyard. I, I thought that I, I just left some armor laying around. It's kind of weird. I thought I would wear it, but I, then I it just didn't fit. Um, but here, here you go. She's got a suit of graphite carbon skin armor hmm. uh, and a cred stick with 500 credits loaded on it that she hands Ooh. over to the both to to the group of you and says how, how much was the credits uh, 500 credits okay. uh how many arms does the suit of armor have because that's <laughs> gonna automatically affect which way the wind's blowing here <laughs> just to uh, note uh haven is wearing graphite carbon skin armor me too me too so i don't need it you know that uh, a lot of suits of armor can be pretty easily adjusted. Uh, Four-armed and multi-armed and limbed individuals are fairly common on a place like Absalom Station. So even if, uh, I think it's only got two arms for now, but you would be able to easily modify it if you wanted to wear it later. Well, if it's a meaningful upgrade to any of you, have at it. Um, if not, um, pass it this way. I defer uh, to you. Oh gosh, no, I would never wear that. <laughs> I'm wearing a regimental <laughs> dress one, which is very fancy. <laughs> Also, I can't wear things in bulk or I'll die. <laughs> uh, also, I, in my infinite wisdom, wrote my AC, but not what kind of armor I've actually got. Uh, Haven, what's your, yeah. what's, your, what's your energy and kinetic AC? Uh, 16 and 17. Oh, that's definitely better than what I got. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the armor better. bonus is yep. three and four on that one. Yeah, if it's better for somebody else, have at it. But otherwise, definitely an upgrade for me. So You should take it, Captain. Mm-hmm. Excellent, but um, it's got all these patches from brand companies, like they're sponsors. I don't. It's the. I pull out the marker and I'm like, <laughs> I can color it away for you. Ah, excellent. Well, I'll have this let out with a couple more arms and maybe um, toned down a bit. Um, I'm not selling out so much as buying in. Speaking of, we have one more stop to make, I think, before apparently Maple has a number of dates tonight. Mm. Well, Indeed, you look at you, know. uh, <laughs> you look at the time, and you realize that you have just enough to meet with Big Sijix, and hopefully, <laughs> whatever he has for you to do is simple enough that you'll be able to let Maple go before she's set <laughs> to meet her many, Maybe many dates. My long Gra line Gra of suitors. Gra graphite. What kind of armor, by the way? Uh, yeah. Carbon, carbon skin. Uh, carbon skin. Carbon armor, skin. Right? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I really, really, really need a Ziga Ziga. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's actually a, a direct link, uh, a navigation link uh, on your oh. your initial document that you mm. got. So you tap that as you real as you depart uh, Bot Scrap. And so, um, what's that? Question for you. Yeah, um, uh, witch weirs can kind of retract their bottom arms. Can I put this on now, or is this like later? I need to uh, get it worked. Oh, yeah, before you, I you would, yeah, you can. There's yeah, me mechanically, there's like when you find armor, you can wear it. It's not a, you know, flavor-wise, yeah, you can get it modified and stuff. But there's you know, 
It's got Schrodinger's armholes on it. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> you're looking at him. Who knows? <laughs> maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. Who can say? Yep. Perfect. It's actually got six arms. So you, uh, you fill the forearms and then you've got two that are just flopping down at your sides. <laughs> can I pitch you a Halloween costume, um, Kaska? We can do tandem murder. It will be like a beautiful murder. Yes. I'm so for that, Captain. <laughs> okay. Onward as I'm like hopping, pulling on my hands forward. <laughs> here. Right. I'd help the captain now as we're walking forward. <laughs> Thank you Guided. very much. Activate navigation protocols. Sure thing, boss. So you select your meeting with the Exo Guardian faction leader Zigvijix. The navigation beacon and route provide directions to a modest apartment where you find an insectoid host Sheeran hovering over a bowl of grub noodles and rice candies. Finally, they some wave at you. Food. food. <laughs> they wave at you between bites, and you hear a telepathic voice in your heads as they transmit their thoughts to you without without pausing the meal. Hmm. Welcome, new Starfinders. Come, sit, have a rice candy. After all, it is your big day. My speech name is Zigdajix, but you can call me Ziggy if you find that easier on your meat <laughs> Undoubtedly. Meat wow. And uh, telepathically, Haven will respond, A oh, great pleasure to meet you. I'm Havenovix, but you may call me Haven. Oh, thank you, Haven. It's good to meet you as well. So... Who, from their training, remembers what the primary purpose of the Exo-Guardians is? Mm. To protect others and find freedom! In a way, <laughs> yes. Sometimes by eliminating hostile life forms with extreme oh. prejudice. Here, oh. have a piece of candy. Oh. oh, it sounds like a murder. Fun, fun, fun. <gasps> In a way, really yes. We protect the Starfinder Society, sometimes with murder, and today, we are going to vaporize a terrible alien menace. You see, I don't have an office for the Exo-Guardians, but I have recently acquired a warehouse space ready for conversion. All you need to do is exterminate a horrible monster that has taken residence inside. I'm currently unaware of the creature's nature, but I have been told by the previous owner that it is highly aggressive and will not hesitate to kill anyone and everyone it sees. I'll upload the warehouse coordinates to you right now. You just can look at, back to me when you've completed the task. I just look at Voltarex and just go, ah, ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Mm, acknowledged. Acknowledged. Oh, you must yes, have I met guess. Historia already. Mm. She's a delight, isn't she? Mm -hmm. Truly. Um, again, we're looking for minimal structural damage, though, if the plan is to get the warehouse, yes? The warehouse is an important part of the ExoGuardian's right. future. Please leave it intact. Yes, eradicate the occupant, leave the structure intact. That is oddly the exact inverse of our previous uh, mission earlier today, <laughs> so yes, good. You have to be prepared for all kinds of things in the Starfinder Society. Happy hunting. Mm. Bye. Thank you. I'll save you some of these rice candies for when you're done. Oh, good. I was going to ask. I wonder if every day we will have such a plurality of tasks like this. This is... Oof. It's a lot. Yes. 
the life in the Starfinder Society. It does begin. It does begin to weigh on the oxygen sex, though. <laughs> mm. Tarx is gonna pull out her sniper just to get it ready, like oh, way early in advance. Yes. Are we allowed to pre-draw weapons, Jim Jam? Yeah, you can pre-draw weapons. Pre-draw weapons. <laughs> That's not allowed. Hey, guess who accidentally bumped the right-click button and ruined everything? Oh, cool, cool, no. cool. Yeah. yeah, that was me. That was me. Yeah, mind, no. You can just yes. hit refresh and you should I'm here. I'm, I'm still here in spirit, but now I gotta fight with my camera. <laughs> Right. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, onwards no. on, onwards onto into murder. Yeah, literally, my mouse has a, a right click like back button, and I just like boop. Oh. And oh. VMix was like, "Well, we'll see you later." Yeah. <laughs> At least you're frozen on a cool still though. Yeah. Hey, that's uh, I call it purple steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I can't hear you. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait for me. I gotta figure this out. Okay. Uh, I draw my uh, plasma fork. 12 notch, which is a ranged weapon. Uh, and I just carry it in two of my bug hands, two of my four. Sure. Yeah, sensing the tension, Haven is also going to pull out their pistol just to be ready. Mm -hmm. I have We've my sword out. The Kotska always has her weapons drawn at all times. Yep. I, I will draw both of my pistols. Oh. Yep. <laughs> so you get this address uh, for this warehouse from, from Zigvijix, and as you're approaching the building, uh, you can see that there's a mechanical barricade over the main door and the exterior shutters over the windows. There is also some electronic warning tape and a sign that declares this safe, this site is unsafe. Ziggy's uh, instructions included a code for the barricade, which is basically just a big metal arm that holds the door shut with a keypad for inputs. What do you do? Mm. I'm going to uh, take a minute to meditate and attune to my graviton so I can boost my stealth. All right. Um, do you need any time to get in position for uh, your snipery Volterix? I just need to lay eyes on the target. Does it seem like there's multiple stories to this building, or is it one warehouse? It, one... it looks like the the ceiling inside is likely very is kind of high, but if it's like many other standard warehouses, chances are it has it's just a single floor, maybe a catwalk that hmm. that runs above the main floor, but you're not sure. On the catwalk, yeah. Can I try to? Uh, I have telepathy. Um, can I just see if I can sense? Like, try to if it has like a consciousness, like if it can talk or not. Hey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you just like let out a telepathic blast. Um, typically, you do have to have like a, a, a specific target when you oh. when you do that. So, um, well, I but either I way, okay. you don't you don't get any kind of like response or anything. You uh, don't sense anything. Okay, let's um go in. I guess I just start tapping the the code in to open the door. Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean you have the code, so you tap it in and. Uh, I'm gonna stealth sure if possible. Yeah. Sure, you're stealthing along. Everybody who's going to stealth, go ahead and roll those checks. I'll be bait. <laughs> A 19 for Haven's stealth. Ooh. 18 for me. 21. Very nice. You guys are moving, four. actually, all of you as a group pretty well. Four. I got four. a four. You got a four? Well. When the door opens, you just can't help yourself. You activate the light show as a reflex. I did. I do have an eighteen on the die. I have no ranks in stealth, but apparently, I just like walk right behind everywhere they step. I step type thing. I'm like, okay, great. Along, 
Uh, hmm. Taking cues from them. Maple's the new bait. <laughs> Maple's the new bait as like the laser light show from her yeah. wings uh, blasts out, illuminating the interior of a dusty old warehouse. We will actually head over to the map Ooh. on roll 20 for this one. As oh, you enter a broken old building. I'm uh, placing some tokens on the map for you right now. <laughs> Fancy. And you guys should all have control of these bad boys Yay. right now. Aha, uh -huh, I move over here. Just kidding. Mm. <laughs> you are looking as the door opens. Um, again, that light from, from Maple's uh, outfit <laughs> illuminates the inside of a large warehouse you can see at the edge like there's like must maybe there, there's a large hole in the concrete of the floor on the northern side of the warehouse mm -hmm. um but as you're standing in the doorway that's all you see i'd like to make a note of the fact that that hole was here when we arrived <laughs> Yeah, we did not do that. Um, mm -hmm. Since since I'm the only one who's not who is definitely visible, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, fly up. Oh, sure. A little bit, and then just try to see if I can see the offending demon that we must destroy. Sure, go ahead and move yourself where you'd like to be. Okay. On uh, my flight seems it's twenty. I will go right. It's not very far in this giant map. Okay, <laughs> right here. Sure. And then how far above the ground do you want to fly? Uh, the ceiling is like 20 feet up, so it's a like pretty high ceiling. Yeah, like so you 10. want to be about halfway. You're scanning over. You can see crates and tanks, and it looks like nobody's been in here for a while. Um, but again, there's like, now that you're looking at it, do you have, uh, there, there, there's a like a low uh, bluish light all across the room and you can see there's like this weird little like slime trail coming out of that hole in the concrete um, um go ahead and make have, a perception check for me i have low light vision but i also have uh Ooh. blind sense uh by using scent because of my moth smell Moth fact <laughs> is that moth smell with their antenna and they're so big and fuzzy so they can mm. capture more uh particles in the air to smell better Wow. What is the range on your scent ability? Does uh, it say? 30. Oh, no, it does not say that. It just says I have it. <laughs> Typically, it's about 30 feet. I'm going to call right. it 30 feet. Then until we find out otherwise, we'll call it 30 feet. And you smell the presence of some other creature. Now, it's an imprecise sense, so you don't know exactly where the creature is. But you do know that hiding amongst the boxes and tanks to the north, there is something. Um, I sort of motion to my party that north is the target. I don't know any hand signals. <laughs> I have four oh. hands. I don't know any hand signals. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going everywhere. I will fly up then and head north to see if I can see anything. Are you still trying to stay stealthy? If possible, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, you gotta roll. You just gotta roll a stealth check. Um, did you did you mention the lighting situation in here? Was it dim? Uh, it's low light. Yeah, I mean, you okay. guys shouldn't have an issue with the lighting. Here. Well, I get a plus two to stealth in dim light, so <laughs> it matters to me. Uh, okay, that's twelve 
plus 13, 25, 26, 27. 27, yeah, you uh, wow. stick close to the ceiling uh, and just like a black shadow across the, the ceiling, you, you hover uh, up in the air. How high up do you want to be? Uh, how high's the ceiling? 20 feet. 20 feet then. Okay, so you're just floating around up there. And then I'd like um, to look around to see if I yeah, see Yeah, make, make a perception check. Ooh, uh, 24. 24. Uh, you actually do see something um, in to the south of you. I'm going to ping it. You see a creature. Ooh. It is uh, a... It has sort of a, a leathery hide. And it has wings itself, you notice. It doesn't appear to have seen oh. you, but you do see that it has these, uh, these, and it's like crouched down, and uh, it, it appears to be like trying to creep its way east towards Maple. Can I shoot it? Yeah. I mean, if you, you've <laughs> spotted it and it hasn't spotted you. All right, yeah. I think I want to. I want to aim my sights at it. And be like, I gotcha. <laughs> and that's gonna be, jeez, these rolls. That's a 24 to hit. Yep. Yay. Alrighty. That's gonna be, oh, only a three on a D10. Uh, six, six total points of damage. Six points of damage. All right. But I so... go again. Or no? No, hold on. Okay. <laughs> hold your, hold your Get, just kill everything. <laughs> I want to kill everything. <laughs> uh, those of you standing in the doorway, uh, you watch as Maple hesitantly walks forward. She motions, there's something here. Then, like, uh, with that, like, you barely even notice she's gone, but suddenly Volterix is just, like, in the air. And she flies somewhere across the room, and you all lose sight of her as you're looking around, but then a shot rings out. Blam! Echoing through the interior of the warehouse. And at that moment, as you all hear this pained, warbling cry from somewhere to the west, we will all roll initiative. Whoa, and we will see whoa. who gets to go next yeah. as combat has started. Ooh. 23 over here. Nice. Dang. 23 forgotten. 10. <laughs> oh, Maple. Yeah. It's fine. I already went, <laughs> technically. A 13 for Haven. Mm. An 8 for Kazka. Oh, Kazka. No. Yeah, I know. It's really bad. Uh, Volterix? 14. 14 for Volterix. Well, these creatures that were already, like, coiled and ready to spring. You wait, said these creatures? creatures? Wait, 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 what's, what's with the plurality? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Follow up. There are two. Uh, because, oh. as I had mentioned, Maple smelled one to the north of her. That's right. Volterix spotted one to the south of her. Fudge. And both of these creatures, like coiled springs, launched themselves <gasps> at their flying adversaries. Uh, Thanks, I hate it. The one that you smelled... Maple launches itself on its leathery bat-like wings and comes charging in at you. Uh, and when it gets right up next to you, it is going to try to bite you. Oh no, I'm very weak. <laughs> it will kill me. <laughs> and, uh, uh, 
this horrid creature gets a natural 20. Oh! Which is going no. to be a critical hit. Oh. It flies up and practically like attaches itself to your neck, sinking its horrible little fangs deep within your moth-like body. You are going to take uh, plus a 13 oh. points of piercing damage as this thing just launches itself and bites uh the one that you shot volterix is also going to launch itself at you uh and it moves incredibly quickly in the air and tries to claw you with these long sickle claws on the ends of its feet uh, and that is going to ooh, that's probably going to get you because that is a good roll in the die we are looking at a 26 to hit <laughs> yeah all right it's not a crit but it's still going to get you. You're going to take five points of slashing damage as it just cuts into you. And that is their actions. Now all of you out at the doorway can see that your flying friends are in dire trouble. Things are getting hot. Gunnin, you are the first to react to this new situation. I'm going to hit the clever feint on um, the one that is on Maple. Uh, right. So that's a. Uh, t I have to roll. Boo, boo, boo. It's the same DC as I would have needed to faint against that enemy, which is, I guess. Uh, well, what I got is a thirty. So I think <laughs> that's enough. Yeah, yeah, you, you got him. 30, 30 is gonna do it. Uh, it's now flat-footed against everybody, and I mark that one to get him. All right. So plus you one all... to attacks against the one that's on Maple. I'll get orders to blast that critter yep. as and it that's... is momentarily confused by Gunnett. And that is it for me. All right. Volterix, this thing got right up in your face and slashed you good. What do you want to do? Now, those of you who are flying, keep in mind that if you just want to stand and hover, you need to pass fly checks in order to do that. Otherwise, you have to move while you are flying. So if you want to hover in place and take attacks, you can do that. You just got to pass a fly check. Otherwise, you can move as normal. Uh, and does hovering count as an action? Uh, I believe it's a move equivalent action to hover. Okay. Then uh, are, are there guarded flying steps? Yeah, you have. if you have a fly speed, you can guarded step. Great. I'm going unless, to unless you move, I think it's like half your your movement speed, then you have to pass a check. Like I think you have to move at least half your fly speed. I have to move at least half my fly speed if I fly. I believe so. I have to check okay. movement speeds. But yeah. I'll, I don't mind hovering. I'll make a fly check. Hover. Just just do it. I'm just I'm just gonna hover then. Okay, roll a fly check. <laughs> it's acrobatics. Oh, well, then I definitely do that. Uh, 25. Okay. Yeah, you do easily. Uh, Great. You're right there. Go for it. And I'm going to I'm gonna point blank snipe him. Wow. <laughs> kind of vicious. Yep. Now, just so you know, and you mm -hmm. would know this, mm -hmm. when you fire a ranged weapon uh, next to a creature that has melee attacks available to it, it can take an attack of opportunity against you. Yes. So it's all right. It is going to do that. 
Cool. Yeah. I just I just natty twentyed on it. So bring okay. it. Jim. Great. So you are gonna you basically just put the barrel right up to its face, and it's still gonna try to bite you as you do that. Um, that is going to hit an armor class of seventeen KAC. That is my KAC. Ooh, so he gets the bite in, but you're still going to get to blast him pretty good. Uh, you're going to take seven points of piercing damage, and then you hit with a natural 20. So that is going to be roll the damage twice. Okay. All right, that's going to be... Uh, Nine, 10, 11, 12. You want me to roll it twice, you said? Yeah, you roll damage twice. Okay, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23 points of damage. Yeah. You just, yeah, you put the, the barrel right up to this thing's chest, put around right through it. Most of the creature explodes in a gory shower, but it is somehow still flapping it's 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 sad blood-soaked little wings uh, and thrashing about wildly. It is a tough old bird, but you have significantly wounded it. Uh, and I did confirm hovering is a move oh, yeah. equivalent action. Okay. Um, so then that would be my turn. Alrighty. After Volterix, we are going to go to... Haven, your friends are in trouble, Haven. What do you do? Mm. We can't hear you. You're muted. Haven is going to take a movement action to move over to... These are stairs, right, that are in the That is warehouse? correct. There, it does appear to be a catwalk that rises above the main warehouse floor. So yes, you can go up the stairs. So uh, Haven's going to take a defensive position right at the base of these stairs and then sure. take aim at the one that's attacking Maple. Okay. Uh, I will say that this this tank there that's between you and it is going to give it some cover. But it, it's high enough that you still have a line of sight on it. But it is going to get a little cover. Copy that. Uh, but uh, as Haven starts moving, you can see that they're not going to shoot from the pistol that they have drawn. Uh, they use all four of their arms in this elaborate movement, and the tips of the arms start to glow, and we see shooting stars come down Ooh. from the top of the warehouse, uh, aiming at this creature. That is fantastic. What spell is that? Shooting stars. Hey! It's a mystic is that an attack on your part or a save for me? It is an attack. It's an arranged attack. So uh, with the cover, is that minus? It's just going to give it a boost to its AC. So that's, okay. for, me to, that's for me to calculate on my Although if, if you're on the one that's on Maple, it's negative two to AC and you're plus that's one right. to attack. It's also, right. yes, you are going to get that High math too, because it was an 18 on the die plus five is 23. <laughs> yeah. Even with the cover, uh, you are able to strike it with those shooting stars. Roll your damage. Okay. And with this, we're going to do it's 2d4. And uh, the first one is uh, regular damage. Hold on. That was my d4. There. Uh, so that's four regular damage and two fire damage. Nice. Okay. So you just blast this thing. Total of six points. All of it seems to go through. These things don't seem to have any kind of resistance oh, sorry. to the volumes or anything. Add two more to that. It's 2d4 plus 2. 2d4 plus 2. Okay, so two more. All right, so you just blast this thing. Uh, and it is not happy about that. 
but it was a still a good use of your spell. I applaud you, and we move on to Maple staring. Maple, this thing has bitten you horribly, and and now your clothes are soaked in your own <laughs> whatever moth body fluid you have. No, um, it sparkles. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I use my <laughs> I use my Decimar trait Twinkle, which I can use once a day. Um, I oh, really it, does sparkle. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I twinkle twinkle for decimar means I can only teleport myself. I can't like use it as a teleportation for anyone else. Anyway, I go whoop and I move myself forty ish feet away to wow. Right, oh, uh, uh, right, 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 right here ish, just like real far. <laughs> yeah, you just like pop out of there. Yep, and it's real cool. There's lots of sparkles everywhere. It's like pink and yellow. It's very good. And then I shoot it with my plasma fork. Beats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so here we go. I imagine it being a very dramatic thing where this creature bites you and everybody sees you explode in a shower of sparkles, but then you reappear and shoot it. It's like, oh, good. Oh, yay. It's like a magic show. Flourish. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever Flourish. Magic. Yeah. Uh, okay, that is uh, ooh, a 17 plus 4, so it's 21 to hit. 21 does it. Heck yeah. And then uh, it is a 1d8 plus three. Sorry, first time using this guy. That is a six, seven, eight, nine damage. Nine points of damage. You blast this thing as you reappear far enough away from it that hopefully it will pose no further threat to you. When you say it like that. That's right. Well, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Casca, it is your turn. You see your companions engaged in bloody battle and they've left you behind once again. I know. Looks like you're gonna kill these things before you even get a chance. Uh, my armor—I know my my armor starts to glow. I'm going to attune to graviton, so hopefully I can get this thing closer to me. Um, I'm gonna take my pistol out and shoot. All right, so you just grab the pistol and fire. Here we go. Uh, fifteen, sixteen, sixteen. 16, uh, is that EAC or KAC? I don't know. What's the weapon you're using? A skip shot tactical pistol. So that would be a KAC. And this thing is still fine. Did you add the plus one for uh, gun yes, to get them? I did. All right, then that you are going to hit. Sweet. And it has bleed damage. So you have, it's two bleed damage. I think that's a critical effect. Oh, if you get a critical hit, it oh yes, you're right. It does say critical effect. Oh, that's leaner. Uh, okay, so that's uh, two little points. Two Woo! points of damage. So you just wing it as it is trying to reorient itself and figure out where its tasty little meal went. Mm. That's all I can do. That's all we've got. That means we're at the top of the next round. And at the top of the round, the creatures get to go. The creature that you nearly blasted apart is just going to stand and attack, and it is going to use a full attack action. Uh, no, it is not going to do that because it is flying. Let me see what its maneuverability is. It has average maneuverability, so it's going to have to make a check to hover there uh, if it wants to stand and bang. This, and is this this is the one the one that's on? Uh, not that Maple left the other one, correct? It is the one that is fighting Volterix. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Someone that is fighting Volterix succeeds on a hover check as it is just going to try to bite Volterix. Uh, but 
uh, it is so badly wounded that uh, its claw is mostly just hanging. So as it tries to, to get you, it just gets tangled up in its own gore and hanging guts and cannot, cannot penetrate your armor. The other one that was fighting Maple uh, is momentarily confused, but it did get shot. So it is going to just swoop down right next to old Kazka. Kazka's the new bait. Yeah. Kazka's the new bait. It's going to try to bite. Okay. Yes. Probably not. 15 against KAC. Nope. No, so it comes in and is scratching at your armor, but the field of of hexagonal energy that coats your armor manages to repel this thing's attack and is unable to deal any damage. That's all they can do. Gunnan, you are up next. Uh, the same one that, um, so one of them is worse wounded than the other, correct? And all over Volteric? Uh, yeah, the one that's over by Volteric looks like it is, like, you just see blood dripping down and spattering against the stones beneath it. I'm going to switch to help her, so, um, that's again, uh, that's a 30 on my, um, <laughs> cunning is, action, or not cunning is action. There a, is there a range on that? Uh, clever faint 60 feet. It is currently 65 feet away, which means that technically you would have to take at least a guarded step, which means you can still do it, but just keep in mind a guarded step is a move action, so you won't have those two actions this round. Uh, then I'll I'll stick to the other one then. She's okay, got great. this. She, she already nearly <laughs> blasted it once. Um, she got it. So you confuse this creature again, making it and, flat-footed. And get him again. And get him. So just I'm like, Voltarix, stop toying with that thing, please. <laughs> yep, and that's it for me. All righty. After gunning, Voltarix, you hear the captain's yelling at you. Oh, you yeah. Uh, Voltarix knows, you know, the captain, and so she kind of, like, rolls her eyes and chuckles. But uh, she's going to just shoot this guy in the face again. Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Probably getting that attack of opportunity. Um, uh, he's not going to hit you because he rolls a natural one. He's still oh, he, mm-hmm. he, like he, he's just thrashing about wildly and can't can't keep a hold of himself. That's going to be an eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. Okay. Get him! Get him! Get him! Get him! Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage, and the remaining. Uh, intact body of this creature just like falls apart and bloody chunks of it spatter to the ground below. Yeah. Um, at this point, you can either hover there or you could just move somewhere. Uh, I used my action. I probably hovered, right? Well, you mm-hmm. didn't. You didn't say so. You can you can shoot and then move, or you can move and then shoot. You have a move action left, but you have to either hover or move mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm going to hover. Okay, go ahead and make a check. Uh, 17. 17 is going to do it in these conditions. You just are hovering in place over the bloody corpse of your opponent. Lies below in a pool of its own blood. Haven, one of these things has flown right up next to you in an attempt to get to your companion. What do you do? Haven's going to reach over the railing of this staircase and shoot with the pistols that they had drawn. Or the pistol. Okie dokie. Uh, When you do that, it does like lash out with a claw and attack of opportunity. 
and you try to okay. fire point blank in its face. So he lashes out with the claw, but with a two on the die, he gets caught on the railing and can't, can't get you. And there's a 19 on the die for that ranged attack. Ooh. So you got him. You got him. You got him. One d six, five points of damage. Five points of damage. You put another uh, blast right into this thing. Chunks of it are flying as you guys are striking it from all sides. Hmm. Uh, you technically have another action. You have a move oh, I'm going to take another shot. Uh, if you wanted to take another shot, you'd have to declare that uh, first. Oh, because right. there's, a, there's that penalty that applies to both For shots. Both. So you can move, so, uh, or and it's already taken an attack of opportunity. So unless it has combat reflexes, you could move freely. I think instead, Haven's going to take a defense stance. Sure. You just sort just of in case behind it, the railing, giving yourself a little bit extra cover. Yeah, in case it attacks sure. Haven. Makes sense to me. After you, we move to Maple's turn. I blast it. <laughs> blast it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to my ranged weapon again. Yep. Uh, ooh, that is a nine plus four. So does 13 hit? No. 13 is not quite going to do it. Did you add the plus one? Oh, yeah. Uh, for get him? 14. 14. And is this against EAC or KAC? Uh, 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 it says EF on it. Yeah. And then it is against EAC, okay. which means that thanks to the captain's order, <gasps> that oh, is a hit. Nice. Yay! All right. And that's going to be, holy crap, an 8 plus 3, 9, 10, 11. Woo! You've got him. damage. Nice. Zero in on this creature and just burn a hole through the top of its head as it's trying to lunge in and bite Kazka again. It just evaporates and die. Oh, Ooh. nice. Both creatures are now dead. Yay. You've done it. We uh, did it. If we locate any more eggs, be sure to scramble them thoroughly. Mm -hmm. You give the warehouse a once over. You don't think there are any more of these creatures hiding anywhere. You don't see any signs uh, of, the, of eggs or anything of the sort. Um, after a few minutes, uh, a familiar figure appears in the doorway. It's, Zig it's Ziggy. Um, he has a rifle in one hand, but he's just waving at you, and he looks quite pleased, which is an interesting expression on Ashiran's face. Mm. He says, oh, you're alive. That's great. I hope you don't think this is an intrusion. I was standing by the entire time in case you found this horrible alien menace overwhelming. I had every confidence in your abilities, but as valued members of the society, I felt I should do my duty to protect you if required. Appreciated. Do you perhaps have any healing capability? My crew here was grievously injured in your service. Unfortunately, putting people back together is not my specialty. But I suggest you take a, a, a relaxing bath in the spas at the Lower Spire Complex. I hear they're quite nice. Mm. I do have some gifts for you, though. Hopefully these will assuage your pain. Uh, he takes two grenades off his belt and just <laughs> hand them to Kazka. <laughs> <see> <laughs> <in hell. laughs> be very careful with these and don't blow yourself up. Uh, he hands you two Mark I incendiary grenades. Um, and uh, right after that, a cred stick that has 500 credits on it. Nice. Ooh. Um, 
I will also have a new set of armor sent to your pods to hopefully replace some of the damaged armor from these horrible alien creatures. Uh, and he puts it in order for a set of basic Iridishel armor to be sent to whomever wants to claim it. Wow. Oh. Your generosity is noted, Ziggy. Mm, oh, thank you. It was you who did me a favor. Now I have a lot of work to do converting this horrible, smelly alien hive into a proper office. Oh. So if you'll excuse me, here, have a rice candy. I don't mind waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Maple very hesitantly, and I say, I realize it's getting late. Do you think you have time to change in order to make at least most of your dates? Oh my god, totally. And I press the button on my shoulder that activates the uh, clothing reconfig, uh, and I'm suddenly in just like an evening gown. <laughs> <laughs> but you are still massively wounded. Um <laughs> Yeah, but like, glitter is everywhere. Yeah, I want to understand that Decimar blood is like real sparkly and pretty, so like, I just think it's, you know, like flavor glitter, and it's fine. Oh. <laughs> you are very hardcore, as the ancient earthlings would say. Okay, everyone meet me at the park at eight o'clock. I have a surprise. And uh, just really quick, I would like to say that this whole time there was no big date at eight o'clock. I want to just throw a welcome party for my crew. Oh. oh. So you want to date with us? No, yo, gross, no. Um, but <laughs> absolutely, we can hang out together. I'm excited to work with you all. <gasps> oh, party. Okay, well, don't say it like that. It's creepy. That's how I talk. Try like, try like, party, yay. Party, yay. Oh, God, so somehow worse. Okay, let's just go. At 8 o'clock, I'll see you there. <laughs> I got to take care of my other dates first. <laughs> acknowledged. Yes, acknowledged. acknowledged. I'm not a uh, Wait, 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 before you go, before you go, everybody. High fours. <laughs> everybody gets a high four. We freeze frame <laughs> on that moment with everybody of you like sort of half popped in the air uh, as the as the artificial sunset overtakes Absalom <laughs> Station. And the first, your first day of Starfinders complete, all of your objectives accomplished. Yay! You clearly have made quite a name for yourselves in the Starfinder society. There are hundred percent success ratio, sir. hundred percent. One hundred percent success rate. Uh, you've got some new equipment. You've gotten some money for your troubles. Picked up a couple of cool new scars, and there are many, <laughs> many more adventures ahead. And that is where we will end our Yay. first session Yay. of the Scoured Stars series. Congratulations, everybody. You did it. 100% success 100%. 100%. Hold on to that while we got it. Oh. <laughs> it's no bigger than that. <laughs> everybody, uh, thanks for watching us. It's been a blast. We will be back here every Wednesday for the next nine weeks playing through more awesome Starfinder Society scenarios. Uh, you may have noticed that, yes, we didn't get through every single thing that's in the... I mean, our, our players don't notice that because they didn't read the scenario. Mm -hmm. but those of you who are familiar with it will know that we didn't get through every single thing in the scenarios, but that's important because those of you who haven't played through these and are still looking for some surprises will want to head over to paizo.com and download a copy of the... and purchase and download a copy of these Starfinder scenarios yourselves so you can figure out what got missed. 
that is paizo.com slash starfinder. You can also, if you're not as familiar with the Starfinder system as you would like to be, uh, or you want to introduce some of your friends to the system, you can always pick up a copy of their beginner box, which is super cool and awesome. And if you notice, there was a really cool commercial for it during the break. And there was like a really like, cool guy in the commercial. <laughs> beginner box. He's like super cool. Like coolest really, friend, coolest guy. He's like a real, like, yeah. I would want to be friends with the guy who was in the commercial. Wow. For, for I the Starfinder beginner box. He does a little cameo. <laughs> <at the end. laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so that is slash starfinder uh, We will see you back here next week. Thank you all for watching. Thanks to my players for making this a fun night, and thanks to Paizo for having us doing this Yay. on their awesome, Thank amazing you. network. We will see you all later. Goodbye for now, everybody. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.